everybody. Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, a show to uplift and inspire women and our families, where we tell you not our truth, but the truth with the sweetness of the feminine, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us as women and our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. I'm Stacy Galino, your host, and I'm so happy to be with you once again. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's such a delight each and every week to be with you and Welcome to our, our uh, back to our regular listeners. Thank you so much for being so faithful. I'm, I'm loving meeting you out in the community and, and saying hello and, um, and getting your feedback. It just warms my heart. And then every week I meet or, meet or hear from a new listener. So I hope there are listeners today. I hope there are more listeners and I hope there will be more and more. Tell your friends, tell everybody, listen to Faith and Good Counsel. And always get back with me. Let me know what you're liking. If you have any suggestions, I love your suggestions. That's helping, helping me to provide you with, with uh, information that may help you to live that virtuous life that we're all about here at Faith and Good Counsel. One of the ways you can contact me is at escalino at catholiccommunityradio.org. That's my email here at the station. Or you can go out to our Faith and Good Counsel Facebook page. You can message me there, message me on Facebook. You can also check out catholiccommunityradio.org where you can learn more about not only Faith and Good Counsel, but all of the good local programming that we have here at catholiccommunityradio.org. We've got all kinds of good shows that you would just really, really enjoy from the good folks down here in South Louisiana. No place like South Louisiana. I do have a blog. Um, it's stacygalino.com. Um, I'm not as active as some people on that blog. I, I think about it more than I actually am on it, but I am, however, posting the past shows there very slowly, but they are coming up as I receive them. I'm posting them. And so you may want to go out and check out a past show. Maybe you heard about a particular show that we, that we had and you want to listen to it. Well, that's where you'll go. So I'm really, really excited. Um, I've got a, a new guest with me today. Um, she's uh, just has a piece of my heart. Her name is Elizabeth Walsh Nachman, and she is my Pilates instructor. She is awesome, and I can't wait to introduce you to her. And we're going to be talking a little bit today about nutrition, but we're going to really get into Pilates. What is a Pilates? Okay, there there seems to be some uh, a need for information out there in the community, and I um, study Pilates, classical Pilates with Elizabeth, and let me tell you, as a professional, I highly recommend it um, for those of you who have been given permission by your, your practitioner, your physician, that you're okay to do it. it is, um, I'm doing it for health reasons, to prevent diabetes, et cetera, and I am just madly in love with Pilates, so I, wanna, I want you to know about it, too. But as we always do here at Faith and Good Counsel, we start everything with prayer, and so I'm going to offer, um, I think it's time for us to offer again the litany of humility. We can always, always um, remind ourselves of, of, of that antithesis of pride, of being humble. And what does that really look like? So here we go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, from the desire of being loved, from the desire of being extolled, from the desire of being honored, from the desire of being praised, from the desire of being preferred to others, from the desire of being consulted, from the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, 
from the fear of being despised, from the fear of suffering rebukes, from the fear of being calumniated, from the fear of being forgotten, from the fear of being ridiculed, from the fear of being wronged, from the fear of being suspected. Deliver me, Jesus, that others may be loved more than I, that others may be esteemed more than I, that in the opinion of the world others may increase and I may decrease, that others may be chosen and I set aside, that others may be praised and I go unnoticed, that others may be preferred to me in everything, that others may become holier than I, provided that I become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Amen. Boy, that is powerful. It makes, makes me a little teary-eyed just to of the beauty. It reminds me so of Mother Teresa and St. Faustina and all of these beautiful women, St. Saint Teresa Benedict of the Cross, Edith Stein, models of the faith for me. We know I wanted to talk a little bit today about nutrition. And, um, you know, um, I'll tell you what, first, before I do that, let me bring on Elizabeth. She's sitting here looking so lovely and beautiful. Elizabeth Walsh Nachman, how are you today, darling? I'm great, Stacy. How are you? I am great. I'm especially happy to see you here at the studio with me. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm always at the studio with you now. You're at my studio. So it's kind of kind of cool. Exciting. Yeah, but you know, and I know nutrition is is not your expertise, but I know you have some things to say about this. Let's see if you agree with me on some of these points. At least uh, for me, uh, I, what I eat and what I offer my family is very, very important. And I want to offer them the best. We're mamas, you know, we're wives. And we want to make sure that our family receives the very, very best. And what I've noticed nowadays, and you're a little younger than me, Elizabeth, but I remember a simpler time. And nowadays, everything is such a big deal. I mean, you cannot walk into a grocery store without being overwhelmed with choices. I mean, things were so much simpler in, in not so long ago. And there are all these diets out there. I'm sure they're well-intentioned. I mean, I, I, you know, some come to mind. Um, certainly South Beach is, is quite good. Weight Watchers, Wheat Belly, The Zone, uh, and many, 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 many others. If you just do a Google search on diets, you come up with some really interesting uh, I guess concepts, uh, many of them based on some fuzzy science, in my opinion, as I look at them with a professional eye. Hopefully, they're well intentioned. You know, there's a lot of money to be made, as you can probably attest to, in the in the diet and fitness arena. So, um, I really think, though, uh, a lot of people are very, very sincere about their need and their desire to provide the best for themselves, health wise, and for their families. And I think it's sometimes, though, we get, it, we get caught up. I hear people out in communities. I've, I've just been to New York recently, and everybody is gluten-free, grain-free, sugar-free. But it, it, it's, like, it's like an identity almost, you know, and it's overwhelming. I mean, what do you buy when you go to the grocery store? You it's know? very overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. And we're in this epidemic now. It seems like everybody's got some kind of GI problem, you know, um, and, and there are legitimate um, pe- people who legitimately need gluten-free products, for example, it's 1% to 2% of the population that has celiac disease. But if you go into the grocery store, there is this dizzying array of gluten-free. Every, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Everything says gluten-free. Well, not all of us need gluten-free. We're not allergic to the gluten in wheat, but we're made to believe this. And it's anxiety-provoking. Now, is the anxiety causing the GI distress? <laughs> or is it, the, is it converse? Or is it both? So... Anyway, I, you, you can tell I think about these things a lot. 
and even for me, um, I try to keep things very simple. I try to plan my meals. I try to keep my grocery shopping simple. And other people, I hear them say, I don't even know what to eat anymore. Because, okay, there's now we know there's genetically modified organisms in our food. What do we do with that? And it's crazy. So I wondered, I, I was pondering this. And, you know, sometimes we can make eating and health, while in, the, in and of themselves are very good things, they can become our idols, you know. And here we are in this land of America where there's we, the, the land of plenty, right? There's so much to choose from. Is it possible there's, there's almost too much emphasis on food? I mean, our bodies were not made to handle the abundance and the richness that's available, that this Epicurean array of, of food to choose from. And, you know, we're coming up on this holiday season. We're really going to have a feast ahead of us. <laughs> so how do we make wise choices? Well, one, one thing I do is I try to eat a variety of colors and try to think not about what I can't eat, but what things are good for me that I can eat. And if you think of it in that way, it, it does simplify what you're buying. Try to buy local if possible or like organic. Farmers, like a farmer's, farmer's market. market. There are some local farms that have pickup services that you can get their seasonal weekly bundles. Mm-hmm. There are some delivery services um, that that provide local I'm seeing, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing these pop up where there are delivery services who have made connections with farmers with, who may be too far for us to go and visit exactly. or who don't sell directly, and they will come and deliver these products to you. Right, and organic can be quite expensive at some of the, the organic grocery stores, and there are the list of what they call the Dirty Dozen, which there are 12 foods that you should try to buy organic. You can Google it, and it'll come up all over Google. Wow. The 12, the Dirty Dozen that you should should avoid buying conventionally. But um, I would I would say just stick to trying to eat colorful foods, try to eat a variety. Every day. Every day. Try moderation. to moderation. Moderation. Try to think about what you can eat in, instead of the, the main thing that I do with three young daughters, try to think about what they not not what they can't, but try to think of filling up their plates and our pantry and our refrigerator with things that are healthy and things that they can't eat. And that'll just kind of help you weed out some right. of the processed and boxed products. Right, and not be distracted by this array of, it's of hard to go processed nasties. They're not good for you. It is. A conventional grocery store, it's almost hard to find what you can eat these days. Right, it's true. If it's in a box and it's got chemicals that you don't recognize, it's probably not good to feed ourselves or our family for sure. And I just, I, 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 the take home message for me, and I, I, you can tell, I think about these things a lot because I always, I'm always looking at people, people fascinate me and our behaviors and this need to belong, to have an identity of some sort. We're just grasping and it can even land itself surprisingly in the area of nutrition and diet and food. And I think the take home message for me is, um, and hopefully for you too, is the message I often give here at Faith and Good Counsel is keep it simple. Just keep it simple. It is much more of a challenge in, in the world that we live in. In the world we live in is not simple. It does not want us to be simple. It doesn't make money, right? So, um, and just pay attention to your intention. What is my intention? Am I trying to be healthy or do I just want to, you know, it's gluten, I need to be gluten-free or, you know, what, what is that about? Or you, do you truly have a medical issue? Because you're going to spend a whole lot of money and not really 
you know, you might get on a bandwagon that doesn't really lead you anywhere. So pay it, think about your creation. Think about how God created us. What was the food that was here on the earth when God created us? Fruits from the tree, nuts from the tree, vegetables in the ground, you know, nice and fresh, no genetically modified whoever. Okay, grains that were grown they could be ground, made into very simple breads that didn't have modified cornstarch and I don't know what else, all the other chemicals that I can't say in them. You know, meats were readily available if you had a bow and arrow. Well, you just get right on it, huh? That's right. Carnivore fresh, no hormones, antibiotics, other additives to make the, the color look better, to make the animal fatter, etc. Fresh water all the necessary minerals that we needed. What a land, huh? It sounds like the Garden of Eden to me, uh, but we still have these things. And we really need to eat only what's necessary to survive. We don't need to have all this rich food. No wonder our tummies are upset, okay? So we've, we've been taught these values. You know, the more food, the better, the richer, the more complex, the better. And in fact, it's quite the opposite. And we're very, we're very blessed here in South Louisiana. We're in the fishing and hunting wonderland, the capital of the world. Wonderful, delicious food that can be made very healthy and very, very simply and very, very unique to anywhere else in the world. Very simple. Um, so just we, the challenge is just making sure that the, the freshest ingredients and the most wholesome. Here's this concept, grow your own. What about that? You know, a little garden in the back. If you still have a grandparent or another older person that can teach you this lost art that I think is making a resurgence, how awesome to take your babies out there and plant some things. Shop the farmer's markets as we spoke about. So lots of opportunities. Um, You do a little looking around and just remember to keep it, keep it really, really simple. Well, you know, I'm here today with Elizabeth Walsh-Nachman, and in the next segment, we're going to be talking about something dear to my heart, which is Pilates exercise. I'm all about exercise where I don't have to sweat, and it's really, really effective. So <laughs> I hope you'll stick around with us for the next segment. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel with Stacy Galino and my guest, Elizabeth Nachman. We'll be right back. Vernon's Hardware has been serving Baton Rouge since 1965. The owner is my grandpa, Tommy Chenevere. Vernon's Hardware is located on Florida Boulevard, serving St. Thomas More and St. Louis King of France parishes. I like this hardware store, and we go to church at St. Thomas More. We have jambalaya pots and cast iron cooking equipment for tailgating. I'm studying phonics, not hydroponics. Do you rhyme everything? Vernon's Hardware, that's my grandpa. Vernon's Hardware, 272-0955. Ready for the new liturgical year? Catholic Art and Gifts offers a full line of gifts for Advent, Christmas, Communion, Confirmation, and Baptism. Catholic Art and Gifts, located at 6184 Florida Boulevard, 926-1216, online at zieglers.com. Macedo Lind is a locally owned group benefits agency and a proud supporter of programming on Catholic Community Radio. Macedo Lind, 866-237-7723, online at info at macedolind.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel with Stacey Galina, and I'm here today 
as I've mentioned, with my beautiful friend and Pilates instructor, a true professional, Elizabeth Walsh Nachman of Walsh Pilates. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Hello. Hello. She's looking mighty pretty. I wish you could see her. She's in this gorgeous pink color today. Just looking Thank you. so lovely. Such a beautiful heart. And you know, I thought, how, how important is it um, when I care about people? I, when I look at people, I, I, I love them. I see their soul. And I want them to be healthy. And so one of the things that I've been doing to try to maintain my health is Pilates. And in fact, classical Pilates. And I thought it's about time I shared this with our listenership because I would like for them to have benefit of this knowledge too. So Elizabeth, would you please tell us first a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I graduated from LSU with a degree in kinesiology, human movement. Wow. Right after college, I started my training in New Orleans, and then I moved to New York before anyone knew what Pilates was, really. It was not, I don't even know, maybe there was one place I mean, in our town. it's been around, but we didn't know it's about been it around. here. It wasn't was mainstream. Right. This has been quite some time ago, huh? It was about 10 years ago. Okay. So I moved and did my training right under Ramana Krishnowska, who was the ch- basically one of the chosen ones by Joseph Pilates. So Joseph, so backing up, a Pilates is a person, right? <laughs> Joseph Pilates was a person who lived like he what was I- a person. He lived. Um, he came to the U.S. in 1926. Okay. Um, from Germany. Okay. And you know what? I diverted you. Let's go back to your bio because <laughs> there's so much to talk about. I'm just so excited. Okay. So wait, let's go back. Who is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Walsh Nachman who teaches Pilates? Who we now know as a person. Okay. Well, I have three young daughters twins eight-month-old twin girls man and gorgeous four-year-old girl they're so precious. three daughters and i teach pilates that run is a business I run a business i've got yeah. nine instructors wow and business is booming huh and business is booming especially it's just getting bigger and bigger every year that's awesome and i'm dedicated to keeping pilates Pure and simple in its simplest form, kind of like we were talking about earlier. That's right. In our nutrition segment. Exactly. Because, again, things can get really, really complicated. And there's all kinds of, you know, fusion kinds of exercise movements out there. And we're going to talk about today classical Pilates, which is what I, which is what I really love, having tried some of the others. So, so, okay. So we know a little bit about you and we can already hear that warm, soft heart. And I can tell you, Elizabeth has a very loving heart. She really cares about her clients. Um, and she cares about me and that's why I love her. <laughs> so and she cares about me as a person. And um, so tell us about, let's go back to Joseph Pilates now. So he was a real man who did rehab work, right? He was, he started out, he wanted to create he was a sickly child. He had asthma and rickets, and he created a system of exercises to rehab himself. He got himself healthy, became a boxer, a diver, a skier, a gymnast. Amazing. Very physically fit. So amazing. Okay, I have asthma. I'll just put it out there. And to do all of those things in 1926 with no inhalers is uh, quite miraculous. So, wow. He started off teaching these exercises that he created to boxers and dancers, just uh-huh. professional dancers and professional boxers. Mm. And it's just like rest- calisthenic sort of kind of thing. Well, what or- Pilates is, is it's actually a system of exercises. Now, about 500 that we teach today. He actually had created more that are in archives, but the system that he wanted passed on to generations, which 
I learned through the woman that he actually right. taught and you had to his go method to. I had to go to New, New York. York for a year or so, right? She, she, she just passed away. I saw the that. The past couple of months. Romano. Mm -hmm. Her daughter and her granddaughter are still working. And many, many other people that have trained under her have now have their own programs and apprenticeships. But basically what Pilates is, is a system of 500 exercises that strengthen and build core muscles and also creates flexibility and better posture. Mm -hmm. So, so it's standing a little taller, muscles a little longer. Kind of creates tone. an overall well-being, an overall mm -hmm. sense of health from the inside out. It targets... It's resistance training. It's resistance training. People, people think that it's just stretching. It's actually resistance training done with springs rather than weights. Right, right. So I love this because, you know, I'm coming from this as a nurse, a nurse practitioner, and uh, hospital beds and springs. And 100 years ago, he's, you know, not quite 100 years ago, he was fashioning these machines, if you will, using hospital bed springs. Right. <clears throat> exactly. Um, he was rehabbing English soldiers during World War I. He, would, he was so into physical fitness and figuring out how to get the muscles to work, he actually took the springs out of the beds attached them to the beds and connected them to their legs and arms and, and worked them with resistance. And kind of using the, the, the body in, in a form, right? In certain exercises and keeping right. it um, symmetrical, I guess. Very symmetrical. It's very, it's very focused and you have to think. There's an awareness when you do the exercise. It's not just a mindless thing where you can wander your mind. You have to really focus on what you're wanting each body part to do and what you're wanting the muscles to do. And that is, creates effectiveness. And really, let me tell you, she'll say, okay, move that a half inch, up, bend up a half inch away. And boy, it's like, wow, that made a huge difference. And, it's, it's, and you do have to think. I know my mind wonders sometimes, Elizabeth, I have to be honest. And then I'm like, wait, what? Do, I mean, you really do have to think um, in order to get, and boy, does it make a difference and, in that core and, 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 and the... Um, and if you have a good teacher that has put in the hours in their training they will not let you, they will catch every little, little detail that, and it's really, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's so simple that it's hard. Yes. It really is simple, but we're not used to that simplicity. And it's basically just the, the teacher should know the system of exercises. They should have that. The 500 exercises are just almost like saying the alphabet. They're just, they're just, they, they're just. And it's Natural. really, and it's, it really is within you. You know this so well. It's just part of who you are. And it you is. do catch everything. And it's, it's a different day every day that I go. It's a, I only it go is. once a week. And it there's is. benefit even once a week with so, this. Resistance yeah. training once a week. A, a great benefit. Yeah. I mean, and I can tell you that from lab, and I don't mind using myself as an example. Um, you know, health-wise, I'm always struggling with my weight, pre-diabetes. This is one of the reasons I go to help prevent diabetes. With two parents with diabetes, I'm a walking you know, risk there. And um, so, I, but it's a different exercise. There, there are certain commonalities, but she is, depending on other, you know, injuries that I've had and whatnot, Elizabeth is a professional in knowing how to modify each and every time that I go. And it is a fabulous workout every, each and every week. But that's classical Pilates. I've tried other Pilates before and, right. and, and lovely, lovely people and well-intentioned, but I didn't have the same results. Experience. It, right. And, and what I think is happening, and maybe you could speak to this better, Elizabeth, but there seems to be this sort of making of a gumbo of mixing different kinds of exercise and calling it Pilates with another kind of 
exercise form and what yours what you teach and what you offer at Walsh Pilates is classical Pilates tell tell us about that there is so much out there that gets it, the, the the true form and the classical Pilates gets diluted and maybe they took a few exercises from classical Pilates and then added their own take on it or added added different different various cardio with it or they added they just made up their own routine and called it something. And it's the, the, the sad thing is that the general population doesn't know the difference. And they, they think they've tried Pilates when they've tried one of these fusions. And it's not it's not. in its classical form. To teach it properly with the classical form, your teacher really needs to have had 500 hours minimum training. And their training should never stop. They, they right. go to train, continuing education, conferences year after year. And they, they become more and more knowledgeable with each body that they train. That's right. Nobody, every single, every person's body is individual. Right. And is and is unique and unrepeatable. And that, I mean, and even within yourself, your needs are different each week. And so that's when I go, I mean, you know, I've torn my shoulder with a heavy purse. Hint to people, get rid of the heavy purse. Okay. <laughs> you know, but nonetheless, you've got a torn shoulder. And I'm telling you, it is amazing. I'm, I'm waving my arm in the studio. It's taken a long time. Elizabeth has my arm nearly pain-free. The main, amazing. The main thing I would say to people that want to try Pilates is whatever town you're in, research classical Pilates. Right. Chances are you can't call it classical Pilates if you haven't had the training. Right. So just research the studio. Research everywhere before you try because you're going to get the best experience if you make sure that the teacher ask ask the person at the front desk how many hours was your instructor certification program did they have to have at least 500 hours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to Would be they, able to teach and they can also contact you at your studio right won't you oh, give sure. us that information because um, there's a lot of information to be found there at your website well, as well on our website we have all the information about pilates the, the what it is um won't you give us the address it's www.walshpilates.com w-a-l-s-h-p-i-l-a-t-e-s.com you can also email us at contact at walshpilates.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions about Pilates, anything you want to know. That's awesome. The best place to, how to help you find a good studio in your area. That's right. Cause, but if you have the blessing of being in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you can just call her up at 225-216-1455 and make an appointment. And you have nine instructors. You said nine instructors, including myself. That is just, I taught for five years by myself out of a little office space. Yeah, and I, was I never remember. intending to open a big studio, but it just just kept going. Sometimes and going. God has other plans for us, Elizabeth. You know, that's just just so amazing. And I do. I one of the things that I I love um, about going there is it's not just for women. There are a few men and sort of athletes that I see coming through as well. Oh yeah, tell me, tell us about that. We have started. Uh, we have started. Really, men have started really learning the benefits of Pilates and coming into the studio, we just had a professional football player. He just left town to go to his season um, for his team. But men are finding the benefits in flexibility and strength, core strength. It's preventing injury for a lot of athletes. It helps men with their golf swing. Wow. That's important. It's pretty neat. to some folks, I'm sure. Men are scared of the that think it's a girly type of exercise. Do you know, I heard an interview one time with Tim McGraw and, you know, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, these country stars. And um, Tim had uh, a bit of an attitude, um, he had said, about Pilates. And, you know, he would see Faith over there doing her Pilates. And he thought, I'm going to try this because he's a big, <laughs> you know, 
weights and whatnot. And uh, he got on the old reformer and he said he couldn't walk for a week. And he said, I just wasn't made to bend that way, I don't think. <laughs> but he had a new respect for Pilates. Isn't that awesome? It's great for men. It's great for men and women. Another point that is really important, it is for the deconditioned. It's yeah. not just for athletes. It's for the deconditioned. Even if you are in a wheelchair, you can sit and do the exercises. There wow. are so many people that can benefit from the exercise. Well, if, if you think back, here's Joseph Pilates having access to hospital beds and hospital springs, helping wounded soldiers rehab. That's the beginnings of it. And, and he himself rehabbed himself. What a tenacious man. He was very sickly, as you said. These are very um, serious conditions, asthma and rickets and who knows what else. And, and for him to be able to, through um, this very systematic exercise program, allow a, become a boxer and all of these other things, you know, I don't know what he did, skydiving, what have you, but I'm so grateful for Joseph Pilates because um, I tell you what, it's making a big difference in my life. And it's not just for the young and cute that already look cute in their little you know, exercise where it's for, you know, ladies like myself who are middle age and, and, and even older. I noticed I'm not the oldest person in your studio. Oh, no. We have people over, we have all ages. Our, our target clientele really starts at age 30, 35 and, and wow. goes up from there. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's for everyone. It's for it. That that's the message I think. And there's no, you know, um, there are certain, um, uh, forms of exercise out there that have some kind of um, religious connotations and whatnot. And this is not one of them. This is pure hardcore. Um, it's actually not hardcore, but it's very effective. Well, it can exercise. be gentle or it can be more rigorous depending on the person and what they need. That's right. Like I just mentioned to you that I'm, I'm, I'm ready to lose a little weight. And you said, I believe when we're going to crank those screen, those uh, springs, <laughs> up. springs up. Yeah. I thought, you oh, can't wait till Thursday. <laughs> Me too. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to sweat thinking about it. Oh my goodness. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to come up to a break here really quickly. I'd like for you to give you contact information again, just so people can get in touch with you and learn more about Pilates and what Walsh Pilates offers. Great. Well, the website is www.walshpilates.com, W-A-L-S-H-P-I-L-A-T-E-S.com. And our email address is contact at walshpilates.com. That is awesome. And I, I, I can, again, I can personally highly recommend classical Pilates. It has made such a difference for me. And even internally, okay, when I go and see my endocrinologist who's working hard to prevent uh, diabetes within me, he is very happy with you, Elizabeth. That's all I want to say. So, so here we are up to our break, um, having a great time talking to Elizabeth Walsh-Nachman of Walsh Pilates. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Stacy Galino here with you on Faith and Good Counsel. Doctors James Hebert and Jacob Henderson of Central Dental Care would like to thank Catholic Community Radio for fighting truth decay in Central and the Baton Rouge areas. Central Dental Care, 261-6645 or centraldentalcare.com. First Bank and Trust has specialized in education financing for over 10 years and has helped over 100,000 families finance their children's education. First Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio in Southeast Louisiana. First Bank and Trust, 504-584-5967. 504-584-5967. Online at fbtonline.com. That's fbtonline.com. Holiday Helpers will host its 27th annual Thanksgiving together at the Baton Rouge River Center Thursday, November 28th from 11 to 2. Everyone's invited. This is a community-wide dinner. 
For more information, call 927-3866. Hi, I'm Greg Kennedy, CPA for Catholic Community Radio, and I'm here to try to help you on your 2013 tax return. Catholic Community Radio is a 501c3 corporation. That means it's a not-for-profit. That means any donation that you make to us is tax deductible. It's a win-win situation. You save souls and you save on your taxes. It's really easy to donate online at catholiccommunityradio.org. Just click the donate button and fill out a few blanks. It's simpler than doing your taxes. Women's New Life Center of Baton Rouge is having their 5K run and one-mile fun walk Saturday, November 16th at North Boulevard Town Square in downtown Baton Rouge. Register online at womensnewlife.com or by calling everybody you're listening to faith and good counsel with stacy galino and i'm here with the lovely elizabeth walsh knockman she's my pilates instructor she's a true professional i know this because i see her each and every week for and five um, years. Uh, for five years pretty sure man that's awesome i was a little pudgy maybe before four. that maybe i don't need to lose anymore <laughs> no i do need to lose a little more five years that's amazing let's do it somewhere in that vicinity time do fly that's what i'm (laughs) thinking time really flies well i tell you i look forward each and every week to going to see elizabeth not only because she has such a beautiful heart and because i feel so good after i have have worked out um with pilates i know that i'm doing something very good for my body and i do like making my physicians happy so (laughs) i like going in with good what are you doing well eating healthy and doing pilates and they did, do you know, Elizabeth, that um, my endocrinologist did ask me one time, you're not doing any of that, well, I don't want to say, he likes classical Pilates, let me just say it that way. I'm like, yes, sir, that's what I'm doing. Okay, good. That's, that would explain <laughs> things. So, you know, that and the endocrinologist is one who takes care of, you know, preventing diabetes and treating diabetes, and that's what I'm all about. And we, we were talking over the break and a little bit earlier about all the health benefits. These are health benefits, let me just say to you, that are found in peer-reviewed, evidence-based medical literature for Pilates, classical Pilates, Pilates done well. So I wanted to hear a little bit from you, from your end, coming from the, the fitness end of what you know about and what can you can share about the benefits of Pilates. Sure. Well, the benefits are endless. I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to pick out some of the key ones that are so important and can really change your daily life and, and change a lot about your, just your overall being. Right. Your health. It, it, Pilates makes a difference in your health without taking the toll on your body. Right. It's not so rigorous. It is, it is gentle enough for anyone to do. If you need a more rigorous workout, we can pump it up and make us make it hard. As she mentioned, that will be happening Thursday. (laughs) So some of the benefits um, are body awareness, just simple body awareness. It's an education in body awareness. It changes your shape by educating you in daily mm-hmm. life, which, which whether you're cooking, brushing your teeth, driving your car, you learn how to engage your, your deep core muscles to hold you up and support your back so that you, you, it really helps alleviate back pain. It prevents back pain. It prevents injury. Um, there's an attention required when you do the exercises that you actually bring with you in your everyday life 
and learn how to use these deep core muscles that aren't found just in your normal routines. Right. Uh, in this day and time. That's right. We're sitting at computers, we're sitting at desks, and, and you don't engage these muscles. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually engaging my, my, my tummy as I'm sitting here. I'm going, oh, I'm kind of leaned over and I'm not posturing myself the way I should. And it makes me, you know what, it's very graceful. That's one thing that I love about it. It's, it, it, it's very, very graceful. It's so good for your joints. It reminds me of Audrey Hepburn. You know how maybe when you were little, you didn't do this, but I certainly did. We were, we were taught to practice our posture with a book on our heads. Well, this Pilates is way more fun, I can tell you. <laughs> Pilates is fun. <laughs> Pilates is fun. There's fun equipment. It, it really is fun. And your daughter was a dancer. That's true. The closest you're, yeah. I always said, the closest I'm going to get to a dancer is is Pilates. These, these yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I, I wasn't called to that, but I sure do love it. And you do feel very long and lean. There's a beautiful flow in the practice that that really creates grace, gracefulness. It right. creates flexibility. It it it, it creates symmetry, symmetry and coordination in the body. It's the little things that you don't think about right. every day, and it's just bringing an awareness to it. Another benefit is a stronger core and this is why a lot of people start pilates they they want to have a strong core and there are so many things out there that advertise strong core and they really don't teach how to get a strong core they're just teaching these teaching these exercises that may or may not be using the core but but probably not because it it's hard to learn how to engage these deep core muscles and one of the things i've noticed elizabeth is you make these adjustments to where you know, sometimes when you're 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 trying to engage your core and you're let's say you're lifting your upper body, where you're really using your neck and your shoulders more than you realize. And believe me, she will catch it. Okay, so there's a piece of equipment that she slides up under the uh, upper back there. And let me tell you, I have never felt these abdominal <laughs> muscles like I have. Not even have to lift anything; it was just there. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It ha- you have to have a trained eye to be able to find these things and and. Um, if you go to a classical Pilates instructor that has had the training, they will find it in your body, whatever your issues may be, every single, and that's why I never get bored with my job. I, I don't see, I, I, each person is completely different, and I have a completely different take on what I'm going to do with this person, to, all with the same, the same goal, trying to find their deep core muscles to stabilize the body, to, stretch, to strengthen the weak areas and stretch the tight areas. So that's why you end leaving feeling refreshed. It's a refreshing mind-body workout. And by right. mind body, it's not that you're thinking of some crazy chanter, crazy. It's, it's mind body. It's just bringing your mind to your body when you work out. So it's just just a, a, an awareness, and it's paying attention to what you're right. doing. And as you're, you're thinking doing about the instructions that you're being given. And there's a lot involved to it to get the body in just the right position to where you engage the right muscles. It and goes by. The hour goes by so fast. I can right. never sit on a treadmill for a stand or walk on a treadmill for an hour or anything. It's too boring. I'm, I'm, I've become so picky with my workouts now that I really won't do much other than Pilates and, and walk outside right? because I enjoy it. And exercise was, and, you know, and enjoy were two words I never used in the same sentence, but I can tell you, I look very forward <laughs> each and every, every Thursday to go and visit Elizabeth. So what, I know there are other benefits. So it develops a strong core. Your, your, your abdominals will become stronger your deep abdominal muscles will, that the muscles that are closest to your spine will strengthen, which creates a support. Think of a girdle, almost putting on like a corset yeah. on your waistline. You see people wear the back belts. Right. They don't need a back belt if they have these muscles. Right. And that's really good for your back 
if you've got if, if you've got back issues. Oh yeah, right? create the, the strength. It, it it can help prevent injury. It can improve sports performance. It creates an evenly conditioned body. It creates it it, it creates flexibility in the muscles and joints. Um, it can be gentle but challenging. So that it's, right. one of the greatest things I think is that it is not going to impact your joints. There's no heavy lifting. There's no heavy, um, heavy trauma. trauma I mean, on trauma. The body. Yeah, and you you do feel stretched out, though it's not. There is some stretching involved. You do feel very, very stretched and loose and relaxed. Your body just feels really, you really good. feel like you're floating on air or walking on air mm-hmm. when you finish. I'm telling you, it's Audrey Hepburn. I'm, I mean, it just is. You and know, you're gliding out, you know, for the day. And most people don't know what it is. They hear it and, and they hear the word and they know the word. And so that's what we're trying to do is create awareness so that people understand that it's not something to be scared of. No, it's, not at all. It's... it's it should be as easy as walking on a treadmill. You can find it at many, many. It's now almost. It's at your YMCA's. It, right. It's it's all over. It's even at um, hospitals and rehab facilities. It is. It's it's it's, it's amazing at physical therapy locations most, where they have Pilates as an additive. It is. But physical is therapy. Um, well, businesses are adding it. They're, and the re- and you know why? Because when I look in the literature, I was doing some research for this show, and I was just blown away, um, you know, with the information, the research that's ongoing with various types of exercise for type 2, prevention of type 2 diabetes, and, and, and as an addition, you know, you're supposed to exercise. And then, but even in neuromuscular disorders like multiple sclerosis and other kinds of issues like that where they're they're testing out they're researching scientifically re- scientifically researching the efficacy how effective is pilates classical pilates in these kinds of conditions it's fascinating it is and the ability that you can modify each exercise that's one of the main reasons it's great for diabetics to start this form of exercise they can do it lying down right and they can also the exercises can be modified so and they are every week you do mo- that and I spoke at a um, multiple sclerosis group, support Did group, you? and I, they even came into the studio, a group. They wanted to come as a group, which I really needed to have them one-on-one because each person's condition is right. so different. Right. But just the feedback from the machines and the springs, and that's what they need is the feedback. Mm. It, the feedback to the muscles is what helped to fire those muscles. Fire the muscles, and, right. and try to create. It's the awareness. Again, it's the awareness that right. that. It's all about awareness, and it's funny that we don't just naturally have this. Right. You wonder, and I and I guess it's back in. Did we lose it day. somewhere along the way? I don't know. I, I don't. That's just, a question we'll have to ask God when we meet Him. You know, <laughs> did we lose that in the Garden of Eden, along with so much else? You know, this awareness of this, the beauty of our bodies, is such a a, a creation. I mean, it, it's just a, a magnificent, magnificent thing. And you know what else? I love uh, uh, Elizabeth. There's so many. Well, I don't love this. There's so many fads out there. So many fitness fads. This is not a fad. This is not the latest and greatest. This is a beauty. I think you say beauty is a byproduct or how do you it say is. that? Well, I always tell people if someone's coming in, they just want to get fit fast. This is not going to do it. This, this, this is a long-term the lifestyle, lifestyle change, really. and the, 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 the shape of your body will change over time, and I consider that a bonus. Right. You're going to get healthy along the way. Right. Gonna, and I mean objectively healthy, physically, medically healthy. Right. And I always, I always, when those people come, it kind of makes me laugh because it's, it's, it's not 
a quick fix. It's not. It's but not you will latest. see. You will feel the benefits after your first session. You're going to feel better immediately. But over the long term, after you practice it for years, your body will slowly start to change. You'll have better posture. Everything right. will shrink down. Your waistline will shrink. Yeah. Your thighs will shrink. Your I'm shoulders, your posture yeah. looks better. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take a little longer than five years for me. but <laughs> We can amp it up. Yeah, I, I really, I, I think Thursday. I've uh, cornered myself. For yeah, my workout this week. Get out of it this oh, <laughs> this is this is just well. I guess I just I man. I know we're coming up to the end, and there's so so much more that that we could talk about. I, I have so many questions for you, but um, I am looking forward to continuing for the, the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul, and I hope that other people will continue. Um, you know, to to consider Pilates and classical Pilates again. Romana trained 500 hours. Classical Pilates, um, you know, is is really what you're looking for. And you can go to Elizabeth's website or give her a call and and check out, do a little research. You know, I always encourage people, educate yourself, inform yourself so that you can make a good decision about time. Time is valuable. Money is very valuable. And we have limits on both. And so we need to make really good decisions you know, the most bang for the buck, you know, and I'm um, in my book, it's, it is definitely for me and, and my personal situation, definitely Pilates. I found a home with Elizabeth. So why don't you in our, our last couple of minutes here give us your, your contact information and let people know how they can get in touch with you, Elizabeth. Our website is www.walshpilates.com, W-A-L-S-H-P-I-L-A-T-E-S, but I can never spell it. But you okay. can. <laughs> so, so we learned a few things today that that a Pilates is actually a person. It was a more than one. His name was Joseph Pilates, and he did the world a great favor in um, rehabbing himself and passing it on. And that that's really what what I think, uh, Elizabeth. When I think of you, you learned it yourself. You took a year from away from your family, moved to New York at great sacrifice, learned from the best. And brought it back here to South Louisiana in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, hey, if, if you're in this area and you, you want to try it out, you should check her out at walshpilates.com. You can give her a call at 225-216-1455. Highly recommended. Highly or recommended. email contact. That's true. Pilates. That's exactly right. So contact at walshpilates.com. Well, folks, it has been such a, a blessing to have y'all with us here today. I, I just, um, I, you know, again, I try to offer shows here that I think will, will edify you, will, will help you to um, tend your temple and take care of yourself so that we are, um, as women of, and daughters of the Most High God, that we're able to, to best serve in the greatest of health, um, our Lord and uh, uh, Lord and God, Jesus Christ. And so um, until next time, I'm Stacy Galino, your host of Faith and Good Counsel. I wish you all my love. Pox Christi, y'all. See you next time on Faith and Good Counsel. Bye-bye.
Mary of Nazareth is an epic new motion picture on the life of Mary, mother of Christ, from her childhood through the resurrection of Jesus. A screening will be held November 21st at 7 p.m. at the Grand Cinema on George O'Neill Road in Baton Rouge. Tickets sold only in advance for this one-night screening, and all proceeds go to benefit the Women's New Life Center in Baton Rouge. Tickets can be purchased at Catholic Art and Gifts and St. Mary's Books and Gifts, or by calling 225-978-9644. Father Cleo Milano is holding a special two-day pilgrimage to the Catholic Shrines of New Orleans December 2nd and 3rd. Price includes round-trip bus transportation from Baton Rouge, overnight hotel accommodations, and some meals. The number for more information is Catholic Journeys at 800-715-6670. Join us for the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, live from Our Lady of Mercy Parish in Baton Rouge, weekdays at noon and Sunday mornings at 1030 on Catholic Community Radio 1380 WPYR. 